Hi, podcast listeners. I'm your host, Miss Jessica Pates, and welcome to a new episode of the Just Live podcast. If you are new to the Just Live family, thank you so much for tuning in, and please be sure to go back and listen to all the other episodes that I have available now. There's one through 11 available right now for you. So it's pretty good content for you to listen to in between time. And if you are returning Just Live family member, thank you so much for continuing to support me. I truly appreciate it. You don't know how much it means to me. So I am grateful that you decided to join in once again. So this week we are talking about a topic that I specialize in, I have a PhD in, um, I have many years of experience in. We are talking about fear and how to move past fear. Yes, I have a PhD in fear. Um, I don't know how I got it. I think growing up with a mom who was very cautious of the things you do made me fear doing things out of fear of danger so I'm just always overthinking overanalyzing things and not doing it getting in my own way and the year of 2019 I promised to myself to just do it step out of that fear and just try and as I go if it's not perfect which nothing is the first thing time you do it then as I go I will get progressively better at the things that I do but as long as I am thinking about it and living in fear nothing will ever come from the things that I want or talk to myself about all the time they will just continue to live in my head and never manifest themselves so before we started to talk about fear I wanted to just give you a definition that I found on Wikipedia I know you all probably know what fear means but Just to clarify, so Wikipedia says fear is a feeling induced by perceived danger or threat that occurs in certain types of organisms, which causes a change in metabolic and organ functions and ultimately a change in behavior, such as fleeing, hiding or freezing from perceived traumatic events. Fear in human beings may cause and occur in response to certain stimulus in the present or in anticipation or expectations of a future threat perceived as a risk to body or life. The fear response arouses from the perception of danger leading to confrontation with or escaping from slash avoiding the threat, also known as fight or flight response which in extreme cases causes a fear, horror, and terror and can lead to a freeze response or paralysis. So I'm not talking about the fear in extreme cases, the fear of water, the fear of heights, the fear of dogs. I have fears of all of those, but that's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about the daily fear of just trying to do stuff. Like you have this thought in your head of something that you want to do, but you keep talking yourself out of it by saying that, oh, well, somebody is already doing it or no one wants to hear what I have to say. Or, I mean, I'm just not good at it, so I'm just not even going to try. Well, no one is perfect at anything they do. The only difference between you 
in someone else is the fact that they're actually doing it. And as they go about doing it, they get better over time. So it's moving past that fear. And I know I'm stressing it, but I'm really talking to myself while I'm putting this out there because and even though we are just into February, in January alone, I'm already seeing how I want to move past fear manifest itself. You know when people say like you want to do something, but there's several messages that you get that's like confirmation that you should be doing something. Yeah, I've gotten so many confirmations in 2019 that it is crazy. So it has me excited. And a lot of the times people attribute excitement with nerves, which causes them to fear things. So it's kind of like, take for example, um, if you play a sports. So right before a game, you get these jittery feelings or before you go on a stage and perform, um, performers always say they get nervous. Well, I don't think that they actually get nervous. I think your body naturally releases uh, signals. So when you're getting ready to do something, say I've always talked about speaking um, for a podcast. Like that's something that I've always wanted to do, um, speaking for people in front of them. And so when I get ready to do it, I get these jittery feelings and I'm like, oh, I'm nervous. I'm afraid to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to mess up. I start thinking a thousand thoughts in my head, but that is not actually fear. It's excitement that your body is like, wow, we're doing the thing that we've talked about. Like you go ahead, you're a badass, you're doing it. So if we think about it in that way, it won't be intimidating. Like it's kind of the jitters, like you're getting ready to play a football game. You know, you're going to go out there and score the points and make the tackles. So you get excited about it, right? Those are good feelings and you should invite those feelings into you because your body is naturally getting excited that you are manifesting something that you've hidden in yourself for so long. You're able to deliver that gift that you wanted so many people to have and to be a part of. And now that it's coming to fruition, you're just like, man, I did that. So that's the feeling that I wanted. And which is why I'm like, okay, I need to move past my fears of how I will be perceived. And it's not necessarily a feeling of what well, I think people won't like what I have to say, or I don't think people want to see me or hear from me because of what people have said to me, because I actually have a lot of people in my corner who inspire and encourage me. But it is just my own thoughts. So that's why I talked about negative self-talk before. Because your own thoughts can paralyze you from wanting to do something that you always wanted to. Because your body naturally sends signals when you're in a situation that can potentially harm yourself. So it tries to protect you. That's a natural feeling that you get. And it's okay because your body doesn't know it's something that you've never did before. So your body's like, oh, no, we haven't done this. I don't know about this. Let's not do it. But you should give yourself positive affirmations and say, I got this. We can do this and calm your inner self down because you have the ability. We are equipped as human beings to basically withstand a lot of things that occur in our lives, just naturally with our bodies. Like we can naturally 
heal ourselves of any sickness that occurs. But what happens is we have all of these GMOs and foods that we eat that attribute to our sickness, but we are naturally able to heal ourselves. So our body is a healer. And so when we go and try to do something that can physically cause us harm, our body is like, wait, don't do that. But you have to tell yourself, I can do that. And it does not happen overnight, y'all. I'm still going through this. I say growing through (laughs) because as I go, it's going to get better. And that's what I'm continuously telling myself. So if you hear me repeating myself, it's not because... I'm forgetting I just said it. It is just me talking to myself and reminding myself that I got this. I can do this. And that's naturally what I have to do every day because you have learned behaviors. So if you're a person like me who fears public speaking, which is odd because anybody who knows me will say Jessica's the life of the party. Like she comes in and she naturally makes everybody happy. She dances around. It's like... I can be that outside self because that's what makes people smile and laugh. And I'm like, I can make other people happy. Like, that's no problem. I can do that. But inside, I can't naturally make myself happy or do something that's pleasing to me because I'm always cautious and overprotective of myself. And so I did a little bit of soul searching, trying to figure out because for me, I have a psychology and counseling major, so it all comes from figuring out where everything is rooted from so you can undig it, unsurface it, um, and grow from it. So I found that it come, came from my mother. So I have an overly protective mom, which through working with CPS, I'm grateful for, but it kind of hindered me in a way. So she always was protective of me, and I am 32 years old, and she's still overly protective of me like I am a child but I'm appreciative of that because you have some people who don't have mothers who care for them at all so I'm grateful for it but it kind of handicapped me in a way it taught me to only pay play it safe don't color outside of the lines don't try to go against the grain just keep everything simple and in a straight line and just move forward but as I get older I'm like I don't want to be the type of person that works eight to five. Like I go and listen to people speak or listen to motivational speaking in the morning. And I'm like, I can do that. I can say that. I know I have what it takes to help people, but why am I not doing it? And I'm not doing it because I'm continuously telling myself in my head, oh, nobody wants to listen to what you have to say. Um, can you really articulate things that people are going to be able to receive it and perceive it and actually take it and hone it in and say, oh, wow, Jessica inspired me, right? Because that was a whole premise of my podcast. I wanted to be able to reach people with doing public speaking. But for right now, one of the many ways that I can do it is through this podcast. But for some reason, I'm just like, oh, no, nobody wants to hear what I have to say. Even now that I'm doing this podcast and I'm 11 episodes in, this is my 12th episode. I'm still like, "Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But you have to be your biggest cheerleader with anything that you do. Anything. You have to be your number one supporter. You have to. And in some ways, you psych yourself out. 
So there are some people who say that they are afraid of things, but they don't let that fear control them. So if they're afraid of things, they kind of like do a whole bunch of positive affirmations in once. It's like, yeah, yeah, I can do it. And they get that adrenaline form, forming in their bodies and they just do it. And then after they do it, they're in shock because they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did it. I was scared as hell. And you're like, those people inspire me because I'm like, well, shit, how did you do it? I could tell you were nervous. Even a lot of people that you see um, through TV, performers, they have nerves <laughs> as the same as we do. I always tell people that celebrities are human beings. So they go through every emotion that we feel. They just move past that fear. So it's getting outside of your comfort zone and stop kind of like window shopping and looking at it as like, oh, I want that. I want to have that and say, I can do it. I have the ability to do it. I will do it and going through it because you can do it. There is a market for everything. It doesn't matter how many people are making shirts. If you want to make shirts, make shirts. Because there's always going to be a need for people to make shirts. If you want to do makeup or if you want to do hair or if you want to do skincare, do it. Because there's always a market. Because there's so many people that are living in this world that needs it. That there's always going to be a need for it. And social media is a way to put yourself out there. But you have to be willing to show your vulnerable side. Because that's what attracts people. If you've ever gone to public speaking or people who are uplifting and encourage you, they're saying things that nine times out of 10, you already know, but we look at them and we hear them talking and we're like, yes, she's saying exactly what I need. Oh my gosh. And it's like, it's nothing new or far-fetched. It's common things that we all know, but we don't do because we always look at stuff like we're looking at it and window shopping versus living in it. So we all are living with fear. Even if you listen to someone who public speaks, they will tell you a very um, an experience that they went through to kind of humanize themselves, to make them seem like they're on your level. So they'll tell you about a time in their life that they had to overcome. And when you listen to that, you're like, Wow, so that draws you closer into them because you're able to relate with them and they're more um, relatable and you can understand what they're going through. And it encourages you because you're like, hey, I can do that too. That's life, people. That can be you. It honestly can. You just have to be willing to try. And I know for myself, it's not really what... I think what people are not even thinking. So I think people won't like me. Um, I won't look right or I won't sound right. Or it's not put in a way. Like I said, I overanalyze things. And that is one of my big problems. So I'm always, okay, if I say it this way, they won't get it. And I'm talking to myself. You know how you can talk to yourself in your head? And to you, it makes sense because it's kind of like abbreviations. Like if you're jotting notes down, you might not have to write out the full word. You could just do an abbreviation for it. And you know what it means. But if someone else 
looks at what you wrote, it kind of looks like Braille, like the language for people who can't see. So they <laughs> fill on the dots and it tells them what it is. So it kind of seems like that to other people, but you know exactly what it means. So for me, that's the struggle that I've always had with myself is like, I understand what I'm saying and what I mean, but are other people going to get it? So one of the things that I have been praying for and kind of meditating on is the ability to be able to articulate the thoughts that are in my head for people to be able to understand, grasp, internalize, and use my message to help inspire and encourage them. And I keep praying on it. It's nothing that's going to change because I feel like even when people feel like you get on the top of the mountain or you reach the top of the stairs. So say, for instance, like celebrity status, there's still it's not a it's not the ceiling. So you still have room to grow and to be better. So that is always something that I'm asking for and thanking God in advance for is the ability to be able to articulate myself for people to understand and receive what I'm saying and help and inspire and encourage and motivate them. So it's something that I'm striving to do, but it is work, y'all. And it's not like, oh, I'm going to work on it today and then I'm going to come back to it in a month. It is a daily struggle. It is a daily struggle. I was telling my friend um, that I spoke to that I haven't talked to in a mighty long time. Um, Her name is Derica, And actually, she just published a podcast as well that she put out for people, which I'm excited for her. Y'all, I have friends who are doing the damn thing. And it is so encouraging, inspiring. And I'm going to find the name of her podcast so I can be able to give it to y'all at the end. And then I'll leave it in the show notes as well as my friend Quisha, who's doing Black Girl Abroad. Um, I'm going to find their links for their podcast and leave it for you. But my friend Derica, I met her when I was in Prairie, when I went to school at Prairie View. It's called Black Rose educators so it is a new podcast it's a teacher happy hour and so she just put that out so i am proud of her my friend derica just launched her podcast so if you are out there it is black rose educators teacher happy hour so she has did that and i'm so proud of her but we were talking and we were just bouncing ideas off of each other the things that we want to do um, what we're aspiring to do and kind of like the roadblocks that we've been facing the past couple of years or whatever and so I tell her that there are so many people that can be haters and you have on social media where people actually feel with people in comments I don't understand that are people talk so negative about someone that they don't even know or that don't hold a value in your life I have always been a person who I don't give a damn, excuse my language, but I don't give a damn what other people have to say. Why? Because I am my own worst enemy. No one can say anything hurtful to me because I was so bad at down talking myself that 
I didn't give a damn what other people say. Like, you don't even know me. So what you have to say about me holds no rank to me because I got this. Like, if anybody wants to talk bad about Jessica, it's going to be Jessica. And Jessica is going to do it the right way because Jessica has been living with Jessica for 32 years. So Jessica knows all her secrets. And yes, I'm talking to myself in a third person. But it was just to say, like, I don't understand how people allow other people to get to them. And I mean, I do get it to a sense because we're in such a day and age where perception is everything. But I feel like you have the ability to speak life into yourself. No one can be able to come in your inner space and get that. So why do you allow what people have to say about you hurt you? I feel like to me, it doesn't make any sense. So that's why I'm like, Especially on social media, I'm like, they look like Soldier Boy did when he was yelling <laughs> on a live stream talking to some other rapper. But like, he was actually yelling at the phone and he looked so silly because it's like, you're on a phone. You're not one-on-one -on -one with that person. So how can you allow them to make you that angry and upset? And that's how I look at it with everything. So that has just been my perspective on things. I try to make sure that I am always being encouraging and inspiring to other peoples, but I realize that I'm not that to myself. So like I said before, it's retraining my thoughts and speaking life into myself and being that positive person for myself so that I am able to do some of the things that I aspire to be and that I want to be. But I have to get out of my own way. And I can't allow fear to win. Because fear will hold you back. Fear will hold, have you in a box. And I told my friend, and she tried to say, the box doesn't exist. No, I built the box. The box was made out of stone. I was in a box and I was comfortable in a box for a while, but now I'm not comfortable in the box. So for me, it's breaking out of that box and it's slowly but surely doing it. So it's a lot of repetition. It's a lot of positive affirmations. It's a lot of journaling because I'm so in my head so much that journaling allows me to get those thoughts out of my head. So they're not feeling like they're just jumbled in my head. So, and that's why I did this podcast and she was like, oh, well, you know, you have to put yourself on live and do a YouTube and a blog. And I'm like, yeah, I'm getting there as I go, <laughs> I will get there. But it's just, again, I want to be able to articulate my words and having a camera in front of me, y'all, I take pictures, but I just don't like the camera in front of me, but I know I'm going to eventually get to it. I have a YouTube channel up, but I just haven't did it yet. So it's something that I am working on doing, but it's just being comfortable with seeing myself. It's not actually what people may think, but it's actually getting comfortable with looking at myself in the camera, if that makes sense. So... I just wanted to kind of give you 10 signs that I found um, if fear is kind of taking over your life so that you'll be able to recognize it. Because a lot of the times we've been dealing with the fear so much that it becomes second nature and we don't think of it. Like I said, we think of fear as a fear of heights, but we don't think of, 
of it and how it affects our daily going out and coming in. Even with dieting and exercising, we fear giving up that satisfaction that we get from that food or we fear of making that change that we say, oh, I can't do it. I can't do anything. And I'm like, just try. You have to try. You don't get to the top of the staircase all at once. You have to be willing to take one step at a time. And that is my motto for this year is climbing one step at a time until you get to the top of the staircase. And the staircase is never ending because it's like um, a stillness building like you can always move up so you're always going to progress as long as you take one step at a time and move up in that staircase so one of the warning signs that fear is controlling you is that you find yourself striving in vain for an impossible to achieve standard of perfection so i look at this as I overthink and overanalyze things and I have to make sure that it's perfect before I do it. But perfection doesn't exist, right? There's no such thing as perfect. Even the people that you think are perfect are not perfect. So you have to be willing to accept your true self and know that your true self resonates with other people. So being willing to throw that notion out about perfection and just living truly within yourself in your true authentic self will manifest itself and it'll be so appealing to other people another thing is is that we settle so we settle for just a good enough job we settle in relationships we settle with food choices with going to the corner store with mcdonald's even though we want to get healthy um, we settle with so many things in life, but what is stopping you? I tell my friend Jordan all the time is that the one thing we should look at President Trump for and to aspire to be like is that he had literally no job experience, no history to become a president, but he had a way of words. And he damn sure believed in himself and was actually able to become president. When people doubted him, he believed in himself and was like, I know my way with words. I'm going to be able to do it. I was talking to my other friend about the fire festival. Um, and I know a lot of y'all probably know about this. If you don't, it was this festival that was supposed to occur last year. And it had Ja Rule in it. Um, and a Caucasian male who basically had this lavish dream of kind of like a Coachella at a resort or an island. And so it was, you pay this money to get the ticket, you go to this island, you stay on these villas, and you have the best time of your life. But he had a way, you all have to in Netflix it, and it's one on Hulu. It's a doc, Hulu, it's a documentary where it speaks about the Fire Festival and how it backfired and basically got all of these people to spend their money for basically by him just marketing it. So he took his vision, brought it to life through Instagram, got a lot of people to retweet it and got people excited about it. But it was really nothing. He had nothing set in place. He had no place to house the people. He had no money, but he was able to literally talk people out of hundreds of thousands of dollars on the simple belief that he could do something. 
So it's like, if he is able, if these people are able to talk themselves up so much, why do we just settle for mediocrity? Like, we have the ability to be so great. Because if you are a faith-based or if you believe in the universe or whatever you believe in, you believe that you're a high power, right? So we're all created in an image of God, right? So that means we're great. We have that ability to be the best, but we settle. We settle when we apply for jobs. We apply for just the minimum and say, oh, I really don't meet that qualifications or, oh, I might not get it. But why can't you? Shit. Doctor your resume. Put in there some of the things that they are looking for so you can get those keywords from your resume. Get that interview and you go in that interview and you finesse your way to the top. We get it all the time where you hear on the news um, or just like the African-American boy a while ago. He was practicing at a, as a doctor in Florida, but he wasn't a doctor. Never went to school to be a doctor. Never had any kind of degree certifications for a doctor, even a CNA. But he was practicing medicine. How was he able to do it? Because he finessed his way to the top. He believed himself and he was able to talk himself up. So you have to learn to stop settling and go for what you know. Be your own ambassador. Be your own advocate and speak life into yourself because you have the ability to be great. We're just sitting on million dollar ideas. Why? Why? No more. In 2019, we're getting out of that habit and we're stepping into our greatness. And as we go, things will align themselves. Y'all, I'm listening to Pastor Todd Tribute live in Orlando. And I told y'all I love him because last year was the year of the come up. This year is kind of like the as you go. So as you go, you have to kind of move out of your way. And so it's different sermons on that. So I listened to him, um, his sermons throughout the week, and it encourages me. And it was so crazy because I actually had started researching this topic to discuss on last week. And I got two confirmations that I was supposed to talk about this. One His wife spoke on overcoming fear on Wednesday during Bible study. And then two, when I was talking to my friend Derica on Friday, we were talking about this and she was like, oh, this should be your next podcast. Not even knowing that I was already working on it. So I was like, okay, yeah, let me stop procrastinating. I already got my show notes. Let me just go ahead and do the podcast. So I was like, it's crazy. These signs, I'm going to just go ahead and do it. So another thing is we say yes when we really mean no. Oh, y'all, this was so me. But when I tell y'all, I have gotten so comfortable in telling people no. And that no just meaning no. It's not up for debate. It's not to go back and forth. It's just a no. We are so comfortable into pleasing other people at the cost of ourselves because we don't want to disappoint other people or let other people down and we don't want to kind of make people feel rejected or even get rejected that we just don't say no we don't say no when we mean no we just say yeah And you'll fall into a fear-based, people-pleasing, self-sacrificing behavior that will ultimately live 
in resentment. So that is why I have gotten out of doing that because I realized myself that I was resenting a lot of people, but it was simply because I didn't have the balls enough to say no. So I've gotten comfortable in saying no, but it's really just when fear is no longer running the show and you're deciding to take control of your life, you say no. And it feels like self-love y'all. It feels so like, Oh no, like it's a euphoric experience. I'm just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's exciting for me because I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to go. I'm okay. I can sit here. I'm comfortable. And it's genuine love based, but it's just a motivation for you to not feel like you're obligated to do things that you don't want to do in fear of how people will perceive it. So number four is, so the number three was you say yes when you mean no. And number four is you say no when you really mean yes. <laughs> so it's when you're afraid that you're unlikely to take risk. So you feel that you're yearning to start your own business or to go out with this dream guy or girl that you've been wanting to go out with take a bucket list trip, um, move into marriage or having a baby or starting any kind of startup business or a podcast like me, but you say no because you're afraid to fail. You're afraid to succeed. You're afraid to get rejected. You're afraid that you're going to stare things up. You are afraid to get out of your comfort zone. When you let fear coast you, you'll start letting your soul take the lead. You'll take leaps of faith and you'll start saying yes when you want to. You say yes to things. Like we process things and we're like, uh, no, even though you really want to do it, it's like, oh, I want to, but oh, no, I don't want to do it right now. It's like, no, y'all, tomorrow is not promised. The next hour the next minute is not promised. There's a lot of people who leave for work in the morning, don't even get to drop their kids off for school or they drop their kids off at school and they don't make it to work. They go to work and give it a lead to go home and they don't make it home. I know a lot of y'all have saw, seen accidents on your way to and from work and you just have to take a minute to stop and thank the universe of God for allowing that to not be you, but also praying for those people because you know that there's no way that they made it through. And it's like, I don't see how I was thought fit to make it through, but you did. So you have to learn to step out on faith and accept invitations from people to do stuff. You're like, okay, I do it. It's like, what else do I have to lose? Just try it. So number five is you numb yourself with alcohol, food, drugs, sex, TV, and excessive busyness. Y'all, all of this is just distraction from what you really want to do. And I found something that says fear causes inner pain, a soul sickness that can show up as depression, anxiety, restlessness, helplessness, hopelessness, frustration, sadness, loneliness, and fatigue. And when I tell y'all, I have been through every single last one of them, which is why I told you I specialize in fear. Um, and in order to in avoid this inner pain, you have to engage in positive addiction. 
because if you don't again these can become addictions that you take on so with alcohol drugs sex tv excessive busyness you get those addictions and other numbing behavior but this only temporary it only puts a band-aid on you so it's just like when you're crying it's good to get a cry out because you need to let stuff go sometimes you can't keep your emotions bottled up but when you cry you don't end up crying all day so you cry and you get over it and you move forward from it so you can have all the alcohol you can have all the food and all the drugs and the sex and the busyness and the tv that you want to look at and you want to do but at the core of it you're still going to come back to that feeling that you're dealing with and it's just increasing our feeling of having low self-esteem and engaging in that fear So when you're not afraid to be quiet with yourself and face that inner demon, face that demon head on. Y'all, that's why I'm telling you, I'm unpacking a lot of my shit. So when I say this, it's not to talk about other people. It's actually me unpacking my stuff. You have to be willing. And I tell you, a lot of people are not willing to be by themselves because being by yourself can drive some people crazy. But you have to be willing to unpack your own demon, heal from them before you can grow. Because if you don't, you will drown yourself in all the alcohol, all the cigarettes, all the overeating, all of the workaholics. The workaholics is really working themselves to death to keep from dealing with stuff. A lot of people go through that. You can take painkillers. There are a lot of people ODing off of prescription medication that they're getting from over over the counter or just from someone else's they're taking medication because they want to numb that pain. But the thing with numbing is that the numbing cream doesn't always last you have to have the courage to do the transformative work that you need to do that leads to that freedom in your journey to pursue everything with intensity but you have to be willing to move past that fear gotta be willing to so if you realize that there's something that you do to kind of allow you to procrastinate you done watched all the movies on Netflix. <laughs> you done went out and partied. You have you buy alcohol every weekend because it's taking the time away from you to deal with what you actually need to deal with. So number six, another thing is you procrastinate. You procrastinate. That is me. That is me. I procrastinate. Hey, told y'all. Got a PhD in this. You put off what you need to do. So my procrastination looks like I have to write stuff down. So I'm a person who, before I just do it, I've realized that one of my weaknesses is that I need to analyze it and process it. Even with my podcast, I have to kind of do a sketch of what I want to talk about. But I don't allow myself to do it for too long. So it's like, okay, you said you needed to do it. What did you do today to get to that? Okay. What are you going to do every day? So every day I write five things that I'm grateful for, five positive affirmations and five goals for the day. So I want to accomplish these things. I have an overview of things I want to accomplish. What am I going to do today to work towards that? Okay, so I've written show notes for the show that I want to do. Okay, well, why haven't you recorded it? Get to it. Stop procrastinating and get to it. You can't keep putting things up you have to face that fear hurt head on 
and let that motivation replace that procrastination. That's why I say I've even started listening to on YouTube uh, motivational speakers so that they're able to help me deal with things that I am growing through. So hearing somebody talk about it actually encourages me and it allows me to make it happen instead of kind of sitting on my dream. And that leads into number seven is that you get paralyzed. So when you are afraid, you avoid just even making decisions and you know that you need to do something, but you're just like, okay, I'm just not going to do nothing. So one great example is your intuition is telling you that it's time to move forward from that toxic relationship. Yeah, again, this is why I have a PhD because I'm the person's like, Oh no, but even though it's not good, I'm comfortable. Like I know how it is. I know what to expect from this situation, but I know it's not what I needed. Or it's a job that you're comfortable in. I hate being comfortable. And that's one thing I realized too, which is why I need to move my, past my fear. Because once I start to feel myself getting comfortable, it's like, mm-mm, it's time to shake something up and move because I just don't like this feeling. With jobs, when I get too comfortable, I'm like, no, I got to move. But your relationships, you stay in that toxic relationship and you don't move forward. It is time to leave those toxic relationships Quit those soul-sucking jobs that are taking the life out of you or to set boundaries with people that you need to. Or even if you need to, go get rehab. Go deal with those problems that you're dealing with or speak about the uh, things that you're dealing with. But you don't do it because you're terrified of the uncertainty. So that's my thing. It's like the unknown. Like I know what to expect from my past because I've been through it. I know that going to work every day is kind of like it's not always the same, but I can figure it out. We get comfortable in that. But you'll discover that on the other side of fear and uncertainty is a gateway of unlimited possibilities. But we have to, again, get comfortable with being uncomfortable and move past that fear. Make that step to what you want to be. Oh, and then number eight, another thing that I am so good at. (laughs) You become a control freak, y'all. Mm. I have to talk about becoming a parent. That's another episode that I'm working on, becoming a mom. Um, I was a control freak. I had to be in control of things in my life, in my relationships, in my friendships. I have to be in control. I was the person like, oh my gosh, we said we were going to leave at this time. Why are we not leaving at this time? I can't deal with it. Oh my gosh, y'all are getting me frustrated. I don't understand how you all are not ready like what is going on in a relationship you said she was going to do this we have to do it like this it has to be structured it has to be like this if it's not like this then what are we doing like I have to control things and yeah it doesn't cause for good things um Yeah, you feel the need to micromanage every little thing you deal with. You mistakenly think that you live in this hostile and random universe that's out to get you, right? Again, talk to me by my mom. (laughs) 
Um, you got to keep both hands on the steering wheels because you're like, okay, I got to drive this straight and narrow. That you don't trust that it's a purposeful universe. Like, everything is meant to be. And the life is intelligent. Everything that happens helps you grow your soul, even if it's not what you really want. So an example, we have all been through experience that we look back at now and we're like, wow, I can't believe I made it through that. Like, how did I make it through? Well, we shouldn't have to come to those situations where we're in our fight or flight mode for us to take flight. We should just be encouraged to take flight on our own because we want to. We know that we can. We did it before. So we know we have it in us. But you just have to have that faith and trust that everything is meant to be. You can relax and surrender to your purpose. Speak it as it is so and it will come to pass. And as you go, you will manifest everything that is meant to be. You just have to go. Number nine is you mute yourself. (sighs) You mute yourself. So when fear is controlling you, you avoid speaking up. So you're just like, oh, I'm not even going to say nothing. Even though you're speaking to yourself and you have a thousand thoughts in your head, you won't stand up for what you believe is right. You won't be that voice. Even in a relationship, you kind of let things happen, even though you want to say something and get your feelings across. You're too afraid to speak on or to ask for what you really want. You have to let love and light lead you. You have to start respecting and appreciating the divine voice that flows through you, right? So it's all believing in yourself and knowing that you have what it takes inside of you to get through those things. And once you start doing that, you will start attracting everything in life that you want and that is needed for you and that is truth for you. And you'll find That there's a community of people that will start to be drawn to you because you're putting it out there into the universe. You're speaking positivity over your life. You're letting go, let flow, and you're allowing everything to manifest itself. But you have to be willing to speak to the things as if it is so and living a for sure life like Walking with your head held high because you know that things are about to be manifesting itself. Like, you just got to know that. The final thing is you get sick. So, I've been talking about your body function. So, fear isn't an uncomfortable emotion. Um, It holds on to your dreams. And so, it triggers stress within your body. So, when you hold fear in for too long... It makes you sick. So it manifests itself in symptoms that can lead to unhealthy things. People who are fearful of things can cause themselves to have a heart attack if it gets to that point. But you have some symptoms where you notice that you can't sleep. You're restless. You cannot sleep at all. You don't have 
energy. You're overweight because, again, all you do is overeat. You get dizzy spells or headaches because, again, you're clogging your brain with all of these thoughts and not giving them out. And you're stressing about why you can't do it. And you, you're worrying yourself to death. Like, that is a true statement, worrying yourself to death. You can't do that. You have to be willing to put yourself first in whatever it is that you want to do for the betterment of your health. Your health is your wealth. You have to be willing to put yourself first and go for the things that you want in life. Fear is not meant to frighten you. It is meant to ignite the fire that is within you. It is meant to wake you up and give you hope and inspire you to go towards that journey or go towards that goal that you want. Go towards it with full force because you have the ability in everything that is innately in you to get past it. So focus on some things that you could do to help you move past this. And I'll go over it quickly because I know I could talk about this all day because I told you I have a PhD in it. So um, I found some um, quick little five tools that will help you get rid of fear. So the first thing that you want to do is focus on all the things that you appreciate. Um, whatever it is, it can be the smallest things that you love about yourself. Um, and focus on that. Focus on the beauty that uh, that is within you. Let yourself experience love and connect with other people and you will watch your fear slowly go away. But you have to focus on positive things. That's why I say positive affirmations are extremely important. Um, Meditate. Meditation is another thing. And I know a lot of people say, well, I don't know how to meditate. I don't know where to start. There are guided meditations that you can find app for apps for. You can even search YouTube for guided meditation. And there are going to be people who just basically speak of various topics. So it could be guided meditation on getting rid of fear or guided meditations of hope. And you listen to that and you sit still in your moment and They say that it's been scientifically proven that it can reduce your fear and improve your health and give you courage and hope. I know that in the morning, me listening to my motivational speaking and meditating, I've been trying to practice on waking up and meditating, doing affirmations before I get up in the morning so that I could be in a positive mindset. And I have saw that it has allowed me to be more calm in my everyday life. And trust in myself because that's what I'm always trying to meditate on. Moving past my fear and believing in myself. Um, The next thing, number three, is questioning your beliefs. Questioning what you think you can't do. So every time you have a fearful thought, challenge that. Oh, nobody would want to listen to what I have to say. Well, why wouldn't they? Ask somebody through conversations where you have with other people, people will reaffirm what you're already thinking. So I would challenge you to challenge yourself when you're saying that you can't do something. So just putting it out there and just going for it. Like, okay, calling yourself out on your own thing. Um, Trusting in the universe. I know I spoke about this a lot, but even if you want facts from what I'm speaking on, 
Einstein has said the most important decision that we make is whether we believe to live in a friendly or hostile universe. And you make that decision. And I know in these day and age, we're dealing with a lot of things. We're dealing with a lot of things that can deter us from our goals and causes us to, uh, you know, be hostile or either be friendly. But choose love. Choose positivity and relax. Um, Protect your energy. Um, Whether you are of a a specific religion or faith, um, spirituality is not religion. So we all should strive to have that spirituality in us. Anything that facilitates your trust in a good environment and surrenderness and making desires and problems um, into the universe is your spirituality, how you deal with things, how you choose to accept things. So I would encourage you to get more in tune and in line with yourself and whatever you believe in. Um, if you're religious, if you're not, if you believe in the universe, if you don't believe, if you're atheist, whatever it is that inspires you to keep going, find that and push for it. And the last thing that can help you move past your fear, which I can attest to is a great thing, is find a soul tribe, y'all. Find that tribe of people that you can call on when you are second guessing yourself and you doubting yourself that you can talk through your fears and they will encourage inspire and motivate you i am so blessed and grateful that i have a wonderful support system and it is all around me which is why i know i have to get out of my own way um i have wonderful people that i work with i have wonderful friends i have wonderful sisterhood that i work out with and they all encourage me so if all of these people can encourage me and bring so much positivity to me why can't i be that positive light for myself So that is what is encouraging me to move past my fear. So I would encourage you all to move past your fear and grow into your purpose. Stop sitting on your million million dollar deals and just live. Just live authentically. You y'all, this is what my podcast is for, is to encourage you. Somebody can benefit from what you have inside of your head, but you're choosing to sit on it and not help yourself and help others because you are afraid. You stare fear right in the eye, look in the mirror. That's how you stare fear in the eye because fear is within yourself. And you say, no, I can do this and I am going to do this and I am going to beast it in whatever I am doing. I might not be perfect the first time, the second time or the third time. But the only way that you can learn and grow into being this mega person or this superstar is to fail and I don't even call it failure it's to just try when you try you learn something so when you think you don't succeed in anything it teaches you a lesson they say all the time with sports example so when a team loses a game or even when they don't lose lose a game when they come back the next time that they meet up they review the tape right so the tape allows them to see okay I missed this part and I should have tackled him or I should have blocked him or I didn't do it okay so you know the next time this is what I need to do that is all you have to do go for it with intensity and if you don't do it perfectly 
which nothing is perfect. But as you go, if you see some things that you can perfect on, come back to yourself, have that dialogue, write it down and say, okay, I did it. How can I improve and how can I make this better? And you will grow through it. So I just encourage you all to keep living. Just live and be gratefully you and encourage those around you, you all, because you have it within you to be the best. I didn't think I would have anything to talk about from 20 minutes. And y'all, this is almost a 60 minute podcast. So get out of your own way and just live and be great. And y'all have a good one. I'll talk to you all later. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all and have a wonderful week. Talk to you later. Bye.